South Africa's news and information leader, and as you heard in PM Live this afternoon, uh, disappointing news for Proteus skipper Faf Duplessis. Dr. Mohamed Musaji confirming that he's going to be out for six weeks with that back injury that he picked up in the final one international against Bangladesh on Sunday at Buffalo Park in East London. Uh, freakish uh, injury picked up uh, while he was batting. Went down like a, a sack of potatoes and uh, yeah, just hobbled, really hobbled and was carried off uh, <laughs> on, on a back uh, off the pitch. But not good news for the skipper. Someone who was involved in that uh, one international on Sunday and the series victory over Bangladesh is Dane Patterson. Dane, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap this evening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, Greg. Dane, first of all, congratulations on a pretty impressive series victory as a team. You guys must be must be pretty chuffed. Yeah, we all. Um, we expected uh, a bit more from the Bangladesh team because uh, they're quite good in high ball cricket. So, so yeah, we were expecting a, a fight on that, but we're obviously happy about the series win. So, yeah, as a team, we practically in a good space. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, a disappointing tour to England. You, you weren't on, on that tour, but uh, coming coming off that, uh, obviously some changes in, in management with Otis Gibson joining uh, joining the team since then. Uh, great to get back onto, onto the horse, so to speak, and, and back to winning ways. Yeah, I think um, it was, we uh, just played situations wrong in, in England, but uh, with Otis here, yeah, I think it just brings a uh, fresh air, you know, I mean, with different plans and how it goes about. But, yeah, obviously it's it's good to to win cricket games and that. I mean, it's, I mean you don't want to have, have a long tour and stuff and you at the wrong end of the results. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite good winning games and having like, a good team spirit in the camp. Dane, I, I'm with you on, on how disappointing Bangladesh has been. They they do struggle outside of the subcontinent. We we knew that coming into the series, but they've they've had a couple of really good performances uh, over the last year. I mean, notably beating some big teams uh, the likes of Australia. Does it disappoint you as a player? Obviously, you want to get tested and your skills tested against the best in the world. Uh, it's it's been a while since we've had cricket on South African international cricket on South African soil. Coming into a series like this, high in expectations, but it it really hasn't lived up to those expectations at all. Yeah, I think um, for me it's different because um, you know we making my debut in the ODI series. You know, you want to prove a point in that, so. I think for me it's quite different because I'm a new player and stuff there. They have been playing international cricket, so they're quite used to better opposition and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, but as a team also, I think the guys that have been playing for long enough, uh, they do want to get tested against every opposition because, I mean, you don't want to, you do want to be kept on your toes. So, so yeah, it's just, it's just a bit, but, uh, um, how can I say? What's the word? Just a bit sad. In, in in seeing that guys are tested like especially the top players. Mm, absolutely. As as far as making your debut, uh, you you've had a, a taste of international cricket in the T20s earlier on this this uh, here uh, against Sri Lanka. But 50 overs, obviously you, you want to play as much cricket as you can for the national team. Are, are you chuffed with the way things went over that that three series? Uh, obviously, first game uh, no picket, no wickets, but you picked up one in the second and, and uh, three in the in the third. Yeah, I think. Um, it's all about learning, so I'm happy. I'm happy of the the way it went, but at the same time, saying very frustrating also <laughs> because uh, I've, I've just been get, getting um, simple simple things around in my bowling action, and then I just had a set of this 
while, while we were in East London. And yeah, I think just that simple thing, just uh, holding my cab longer. So I'm glad it's worked out and I could just uh, uh, do well. Then you, you mentioned Otis Gibson. I mean, we've got some incredible bowlers and, and, and ex-players who have been great bowlers during their careers here in South Africa. How nice is it to get some, some, some outside eye, eyeballs and, and, and opinions and, and thoughts on, on what you're doing and, and your skills as a, as a bowler? Yeah, I think it's good. It's always nice to, to work with new coaches. I mean, they come with new ideas and stuff so it's always nice because you want to get your opinions from other other people also that could just help you so yeah it's, it's always good i mean same same thing in just like having a new coach just seeing what plans he works with and i i does his i goes about his his work and so yeah it's, it's quite good and also one of the big things obviously coming out of this series is just the depth in South African bowling. We, we've got a, a couple of, of big names out injured. I think the likes of Vern Philander, uh, the likes of Dale Stain, Chris Morris, uh, Mornay Morkel. We, we, and I don't want to say we thin on, on the bowling front. We, we've lost big names, but everyone who's, who's been roped in have, have stepped up. It, it bodes well for the future of the game in, in the country. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, Lungi just came back from injury and he took a six six wicket all so it's it's all looking up for South African cricket where the bowlers are concerned. So I mean we're working on a on a two year on a two year plan to the World Cup so you'll probably be seeing a couple of new faces but yeah I think um, it bodes well because you need you want the youngsters to come in and have a taste of international cricket. So if you're chosen for the World Cup squad there won't be uh, frozen like the people like players won't be frozen and they'll they'll be used to international cricket. So I think it's a good ploy from cricket South Africa. Let's touch on a couple of the other youngsters involved in this in this uh, series, the one day series that's just passed. Uh, the likes of Aidan Markram and and Vian Mulder who came in for the for the last ODI. Uh, both those players fantastic, uh, just young, incredible uh, heads on their shoulders. Yeah, I mean. Um We've, uh, we've been a part of the A side, so we've, uh, we've been working closely, and I mean, those two players work very hard in the game. I know Vian is like, uh, only 19, but he's, he's like hard on himself when he does, when he does badly and stuff, so I mean, it's all, it's all good. As I said, it's all good for South African cricket because you need those young players that just come out of school and then just do well on the international, where they just fit they just fit the fold. Yeah, it's crazy to think Vian Mulder was writing with trick this time last year, I do believe. <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture on social media where he came <laughs> to the Lions practice with his school clothes. <laughs> so, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I mean, it's, as, as a youngster, if you, if you get used to international cricket, I mean, by then, if you do well, then that would just play it for you as a cricketer. Yeah, absolutely. I've spoken to him a couple of times here on the show and have been incredibly impressed by him. Dane, before we touch on the, the T20 series, the loss of Fuff, a big loss for South African cricket, obviously out for six weeks. We'll have to, to watch that closely, but, but he's, been, he's been superb leading the team. Uh, also, again, you, you talk about changes in management, changes in captaincy too, obviously taking over from AB across all forms. Uh, he's, been, he's been a revelation, a breath of fresh air, I think, South African cricket. Yeah, he's been, he's been good. I mean... He comes across as a as a very chill character, especially on the field when the pressure's also on. So I mean that's good. So it's, 
yeah, it is a loss, but then again, you still have quality players in this team. I mean, you've got Ash on top, Quinny. So I think we're still, we're still okay. We're still okay. <laughs> you, you mentioned those guys at the top of the order. There were some big runs in this one-day series too. Uh, it, it, it must be nice sitting in the change room watching watching the, the batters really uh, put, put the bowlers to the sword, knowing that you've got to come and defend that total. It makes your life uh, a lot easier as a bowler, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable to watch. I mean, watching AB in that second ODI. I mean, that was you don't get to see that often. I mean, in live. So I mean, now you're always watching it on the TV, but watching it live is something different. So it's it's good just watching the batters hitting the runs and then just the bowlers coming to finish things up. Aren't you glad AB's on your side? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Dan, looking at the T20 series now against Bangladesh, obviously as the, the game, the, the format of the game shortens, uh, a team like Bangladesh can can become sort of more competitive. Having walked the, the, the test and the, the one-day series, it's easy to go into this one complacent. Uh, but we know that Bangladesh can beat big teams on their day, and, and all you need in a T20 is, is one person to come off. Uh, there is a risk. You, you've got to go in there and, 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 and sort of dominate from the, from the get-go. Yeah, I think that's the beauty about T20. I mean, as a bowler, you you're always in the game as a batter or two. So I mean, we 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 said that we would we, we shouldn't put the, take our take the foot off the gas. So we still want to do well and win, have a two no win in this T20. So I think we take nothing less to do well and and uh, pile on the pressure. Well, Dane Patterson, thank you so much for joining us here on SAFM Sports Chat City. Best of luck for that two-match series against Bangladesh, and let's hope we can whitewash that one too. Uh, it'll be brilliant if we could have a, a, queen, a clean sweep at uh, the end of uh, the entire tour. It would be amazing. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to South Africa's news and information lead. And as we head towards the end of 2017, I can't believe I'm talking about the end of 2017, but this time of the year and early next year uh, is great for South African golf lovers. And uh, talking about Africa's major, which takes place next month, but then also uh, early next year in January, the BMW SA Open Championship taking place between the 11th and 14th. It's the second oldest national open in golf, sanctioned by the Sunshine Tour, the European Tour, and it's uh, officially uh, been launched at the Glendower Golf Club yesterday. We're joined now by Michael Flissmas. Michael, welcome back onto SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Brad. Always a pleasure. Michael, this time of the year is awesome for South African golf fans. I mentioned Africans, Africa's major, but uh, we're also talking uh, the SA Open, but there's a, a lot more as well in store over the next few months. It's a fantastic time. It's our, our peak golf time, and uh, and you can sense it. You know, uh, you know the players, uh, the media, sponsors, everybody really getting excited around this time in South Africa. It's, uh, you know, we've got, uh, as you mentioned, we've got Africa's Major, the Netbank Golf Challenge, hosted by Gary Player. That's going to be pretty awesome. Um, you know, there's a lot of big, exciting plans around that. Some, some, some you know, good players coming out in terms of the European Tour race to Dubai, a key 
tournament in terms of uh, that uh, race to Dubai and, and the chase to be crowned top of that order of merit. You've got uh, the Afrasia Bank Mauritius Open. You know, that, that's one that's also going to be very exciting. Louis, what stays in the field for that one this year at the Heritage uh, Golf Resort uh, in Mauritius? Um, it's going to be my first time actually covering that tournament because uh, it's drawn a cracker field. You know, really good South African. The, the, the young French star, Romain Langaski, he's going to be playing in that one. Um, Asian tour stars, uh, Scott Hend, uh, SSP Charasia. So a really diverse field um, that's going to be playing in Mauritius. You've got, you know, from a, a charity perspective, the Gary Play Invitational at Sun City. That's also in the mix. Um, you can always expect some great celebrity sports stars, top business leaders that are going to be, be in that tournament. And uh, the Joburg Open is going to sign off the year in South Africa. Um, they've moved that date, usually early in the year. It's moved to December now, so it's going to sign off our, our year. But, um, you know, a good field and, a, you know, a, a great tournament to expect there. And then, yes, first up in 2018, the BMW South African Open, hosted by the city of Ekurileni. Um I think a, a, a wonderful start to 2018. You know, if we think of, of Rory McIlroy and the 2017 tournament, I mean, that was unbelievable. South African golf fans haven't experienced something like that in a very long time. Record crowds, that playoff, McElroy, what he did for that tournament. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, they, they're looking for something. They're really looking to, to feed off that momentum again and uh, looking forward to this, the 2018 edition of the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just put it out there, Michael. If you need any moral support on that trip to Mauritius, I am available to carry <laughs> sound gear or, or anything that you may need. But let's talk, let's talk SA Open. It's a tournament that Ernie Els has, has sort of really picked up the mantle of. He's, he's the tournament host, and, and we've seen that quite often at, at various in, uh, sort of international opens on, on the European tour where, where sort of legendary players in that home country sort of pick up the mantle and run with it. And Ernie's really, really picked this one up. And, and it's amazing because um, we think about what he's achieved in his career. He really doesn't need to. I mean, he spends most of his time in, in Florida. He's got a, a family and, and he's doing some great stuff, charity work there uh, in, in the autism space. So, so for him to come back to SA and, and put some time and effort into growing the game here is just fantastic. You're 100% correct, Brad, you know, because you are seeing that a lot in golf at the moment. You know, you've seen Lee Westwood in the British Masters and, uh, you know, you've seen, uh, you know, Sergio Garcia, you know, applying back into, you know, Spanish golf as well. And, and, and this kind of player ambassador role, player host role, obviously Gary Player, host of the Medbank Golf Challenge, but he's long been such an ambassador for South African golf. But, but you are seeing that amongst the, the, the sort of the next generation, so to speak, of, of, of players. Players who are aligning themselves with tournaments that have meant something to their careers. And, and you know, the BMW SA Open meant a lot. Well, the SA Open meant a lot to Ernie Els' career because, you know, he won that, um, you know, early on in his career. If my memory serves me correct, around about, nine, you know, 92, around about there. But, but, but one, one, or even earlier, but won that tournament. And, and it opened up so many doors for him in terms of, from there, managed to get, you know, a foothold into an open championship, did well there, and, and before you know it, in, in the mid-90s, he, you know, he was a US Open champion as a result of what, of the doors that were opened through victory in his national open. And, you know, that's what South African golf has always done so well in the Sunshine Tour. It, it provides that platform. It opens those doors onto bigger you know, bigger things. And, and else obviously recognizes that it, it started with, with a victory in, in his national open. So, you know, and, and, and much like 
much like, you know, the elder statesman of South African golf, Gary Player. You know, when Gary Player phones a leading professional worldwide and says, you know, come and play in my tournament, I need you to help raise funds for the Gary Player Invitational, um, they hard-pressed to say no. They generally just climb on a plane and come. <laughs> and, and, and Ernie Hoff, you know, has that kind of pull. He has that kind of respect worldwide. He can, he can, he can definitely lean on a Rory McIlroy and say, listen, you know what? You only want come and play here. And, and he's done that with a couple of players. And chatting to Selwyn Nathan yesterday, the executive director of the Sunshine Tour at the launch, he's mentioned that between now and the tournament, there may be a few tricks up Elsa's sleeve in terms of who he still brings to 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 Glendower. Yeah, it is. It's a long way out, but uh, I mean, the South African charge. You talk about winning your your own national open and, and how big that is for the players. Uh, the, the South Africans are. It looks like they're going to turn out in numbers and some big names uh, c- coming. Uh, you look at U.S. Open, double uh, U.S. Open champion Ratif Huerson, 2011 Masters champion Charles Schwartzel, 2016 S. Open Brandon Stone, uh, and then a whole bunch of of European tour winners, the likes of Brandon Grace, George Kutsia, uh Hayden Porteous, Dean Burmeister, uh, Darren Fichart, Dylan Fratelli. It just shows the importance. Of, of our national our national open and, and how much these guys want to play on home soil. Well, absolutely, they 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 got it. They you know they it, it, it's a title they want to win and you want to have an SA Open on your your golfing CD so to speak. And um, you know there've been precious few international winners over the years, but in the last couple of years there've been you know quite a few foreign winners of of the the SA Open. And, and yes, the, you know, the South African golfers do, do definitely want to keep that title on home soil. So, um, you know, the theme for the, sort of for, for the event in 2018 is, is the boys are back. And, and Al said as much, you know, himself, um, the boys are back, you know, to, to come and, you know, defend that title on home soil. So, you know, he, you know, last year already, he, he was making noises that, that he wants to see more of, of South Africa's current, uh, stars. Playing in the SA Open, supporting the home open, and, uh, and, 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 and he's done that, you know. Brandon Grace, as you say, Charles Schwartzel, they, you know, they're coming back for it. They, they, they penciled it into their schedules. They're going to play it. So, um, you know, Trevor Immelman, he's going to be in, in the field. Mike Weir, the Canadian, not a South African, of course, but, um, you know, with, 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 um, Schwartzel and, and Immelman is, is three Masters champions in the field. So, uh, so it is, Certainly, else leaning heavily on on the South Africans to say, you know what, let's put up a solid defence of this title because it, it needs to get back into South African hands. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Flissman says, always great to catch up. Thanks for for the chat. Look forward to to uh, yeah, looking at some some world class golf and watching some world class golf here on South African soil in the in the next few months. Absolutely. And if I can give you a tip, pack slops for Mauritius because uh, <laughs> the golf shoes don't work too well on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Michael Flissman. Take care, mate. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. On to some football now here on SAFM Sports Wrap. And uh, Super Sports United chairman Kulusibia says the team reaching the CAF Confederations Cup final is the proudest moment in the history of the club. He was speaking shortly after Matatanta touched down at the OR Tambo International Airport today from Tunisia, where they beat Club Africain 3 1 in the semi final second leg on Sunday evening. Super Sport won 4 2 on aggregate after drawing 1 1 with the Tunisians at home a few weeks ago. They'll now face defending champions. Champions TP Mazembe in a two-legged final next month. I'm smiling all the way. I always wear a smile on my face. Ever since this club 
<coughs> started, I've been smiling. Uh, it's even worse now. <laughs> this, to me, is the biggest, biggest moment, <coughs> not only for the club, but for the country as well. Uh, it's, it's just overwhelming. It is a milestone. It is something that we will cherish for a long, long time. Stan, uh, you and I have been going down and up, down and up with this club. This is it. Um, <coughs> we have done an amazing job. Uh, I want to congratulate Eric. Eric, you have come to this club and you have made things happen. It is very unusual for any new coach to come into a club and just make things happen. You're an amazing, amazing man. Thanks to you, Stan, for dropping the name of Eric. I'm revealing the secret now. It is not me, it is Stan who, who brought you here. <laughs> Matsatansa were welcomed by a decent crowds, which also included Gauteng MEC for Education, Panyaza Le Sufi. It's the second time a South African team has reached the Confed Cup final after Orlando Pirates did it two years ago, albeit losing to Itol Du Sahel in the final. The incumbent coach, Eric Tinkler, was in charge of the Buccaneers in that final. He came on towards the end of the campaign after Stuart Baxter went to Bafana Bafana. Tinkler says it's a moment of pride for him to reach the final. It's a moment of pride. For, for everybody involved at the club, moment of pride for me and, you know, the, the players must take all the accolades. The technical team, Kaitana, you know, I only came in right at the end, towards the end of the competition, but they, they travelled that long road and the, the passion and the desire and the determination <coughs> to go far in this competition, they've always had it. <coughs> so it made my job a lot easier, you know, and I was just extremely proud of the performance we saw. Matsatansa scored 33 goals and conceded only 16 in the whole campaign. Striker Jeremy Brocky scored 10 goals in the process, with defender Morgan Gould being the pillar of strength at the back for the team. He's also earned a recall to Bafana Bafana team due to his impressive form. Gould will miss the first leg due to suspension, and he says he'll still have a mountain to climb in the final against Mazembe. Well, firstly, we'd like to uh, thank, for me, firstly, thank the, the, the team for showing that we, 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 we're just going strong and strong in this competition. The race is not over. Uh, we appreciate the support, the media, the public. And yeah, it's, it's, it's just another step in the right direction as, as for us as players, as super sport as a team. And as I'm saying, the race is not over. We still have a big mountain to climb, but once we reach the top of the mountain and we can just look back and see what we've done, so we've got a lot of work to do uh, to get to the hill. So Another key player who will miss the first leg of the final is midfield general Renilwe Lithlononyane, also due to suspension. The former Kaiser Chiefs man has been a vital cog for the team and played a blinder against Club Africain on Sunday. He says he's doing his best to represent his team. Uh, personally, uh, I, I, know, I know that... Uh, as a team, we, we want to represent this brand uh, the best possible way uh, we can and uh, as we, we, we've been doing now, uh, getting results and playing in, in the cup finals, 
uh, I think it's, it's our way as players to, to thank our technical team for, for the support, uh, to thank our management for having uh, the belief in us as players that we, we can uh, represent their brand, like I said, in the best possible way we can. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Yeah, and well done from all of us here at SAFM. What an achievement. Fingers crossed. I don't think it matters who you support in South African football. We're all behind Supersport United for that final against TP Mazembe. And that's it for the show for tonight. Coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news, it is the talk shop. As always, uh, if you'd like to pop us an email, it is sport at safm.co.za. Make sure you tune in to SAFM Sports Wrap tomorrow night. We're going to be chatting to both the coaches involved in Saturday's Curry Cup final. We're going to be chatting to John Dobson from Western Province and Robert Dupree of the Sharks. So make sure you tune in 6.30. More sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. Right now it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.